you're listening to the Random City Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Random City Podcast. I am Jimmy in Georgia. I'm your host, as usual, and we're back today for the first time in a little while um, with a new episode of the Random City Podcast, where we talk about random things. Could be movies or books or TV or who knows what, video games. And today, we're going to have a few little things to just to briefly discuss and love to hear your thoughts as always. And at the end of the show here, all the ways you can reach out and contact us. And all those things are found over at randomcitypodcast.com. There have been a lot of uh, movies and things that have come out in the past few months that we have not discussed here at the show, and I don't think we want to do that today. I don't know. I, I definitely super enjoyed Captain America Winter Soldier. Probably, at this point, my favorite Marvel film. Probably one of my top films ever, uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact. I've seen it three times thus far, twice in 2D, once in 3D, and the third time I still really enjoyed it. With the Avengers, for example, I, by the third time I was getting a little bored with it. There's definitely still some awesome moments in the Avengers, and I still like it, but that first, and really the second time, man, I was so excited about the Avengers. Kind of lost that on the third viewing. Definitely still very much enjoyed the third time around with Captain. And I don't know, maybe at some point here in the near future we might try to, uh, Go back and actually really try to discuss some of those movies, those two movies really, maybe even have a, a whole show dedicated to those, but I thought we could mention that. Also, a couple other big movies that we, we haven't even discussed or shared any thoughts upon. Spider-Man 2 was out, or The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was out a few months back, early May I think it was, and uh, I got a chance to see that up in the IMAX, and that was pretty amazing, it was huge, and I thought the film was good. I don't want to spoil this, and it's been out for a while, I don't want to spoil anything, but knowing the fate of a certain character in the movie, before seeing certain movie, kind of ruins some of the suspense and drama, and you're waiting for that fate to occur, and so I kind of found myself with that throughout the whole film, and so were it not for that, I think I would have enjoyed it even more than I did, but I still really liked it. Not quite as much as Captain America, since Captain America is one of my favorites, but definitely still like The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Thought they did a good job. I liked the way they had multiple villains. I don't know, some of us may have been worried after Spider-Man 3, how that can get kind of uh, cluttered, maybe a little confusing with all the different plot lines going on, but this, I think they did a very good job with introducing uh, several different threats to face against spider-man and that's that was good another pretty big superhero movie probably most of us have seen recently was the uh, x-men days of future past and i've heard various opinions on this one but this is my favorite x-men movie thus far uh, i think i probably talked about some of the x-men movies here on the podcast at some point over the past several years i don't really enjoy the wolverine or the uh, Wolverine Origins, those two, I mean, they're okay. I mean, I like Hugh Jackman. I like the character of Wolverine pretty good. But there were parts of both of those movies I thought were okay overall. I thought they were both a little boring. This didn't capture my imagination, as, as I'm apt to say sometimes. And then also, the first two X-Men in general, I didn't really care for that much. 
Everybody's like, oh, X-Men 1, X-Men 2 is so great. Brian Singer's awesome. Woohoo. Man, I hate Brett Ratner. X-Men 3 sucked. I liked X-Men 3. X-Men um, The Last Stand is is my favorite of the original three. And on a scale of 1 to 7, since there have been 7 now, it's number 3 on my list. Um, my favorite being the newest one, Days of Future Past. Just under that one would be First Class. Really thought First Class was a top-notch movie. Last Stand... Probably X-Men 2, X-Men 1, The Wolverine or Origins, maybe my least favorite. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't I don't really care for X-Men 1, 2, or the two Wolverine movies that much. So, But since, though, it was in the main storyline, I definitely really have enjoyed the X-Men movies a lot. And so, if you haven't checked out uh, those three superhero movies, definitely I'd say give those a, a try when they're available on uh, Netflix or... Uh, a DVD, Blu-ray, iTunes, whatever you do to consume your media these days. Another movie we saw in theaters not too long ago, uh, maybe a month ago, around Father's Day, was uh, How to Train Your Dragon 2. Another good movie. Uh, fantastic animation. Just beautiful, beautiful animation. Some of the best CG animation type movie I've seen in forever. Uh, some of the textures and backgrounds and things were just so realistic, so good. Uh, had a good story. It's different from the first movie in a lot of ways which is good. It's a departure, and yet it was similar enough. It was familiar enough that it was good. I really like the way the characters are maturing, and some of the things that happen to them definitely probably helps that uh, process along, too, obviously. The hero's journey of of our hero there in Berg. But, uh, I don't know, it was fun, fun movie, uh, apart from a few things. Definitely a little darker than the first movie. But, and, you know, as they grow up, I guess that would make sense. Another one we we should probably just briefly mention as far as big movies so far, 2014. We did go check out Transformers this past week. I thought it was good. I liked it better than Transformers 2 and probably, yeah, Transformers 2 and 3. And then Transformers 1 and 4, probably kind of a tighter race between those two. But I would say I might have liked this one better than Transformers, the first one. I mean, I I really enjoyed Transformers. Rewatched all three of these before we went and saw the new one. And my opinions really haven't changed. I still very much dislike the uh, parents of the wit- the two wit wiki parents are terrible, awful, annoying characters with inappropriate comments, inappropriate humor throughout every movie. Every time they appear, they're making some reference to some something that was really inappropriate in my opinion, especially since the Transformers are based on a toy line by Hasbro and the whole point of these movies is to sell movie tickets and to also sell toys. And I don't, I wouldn't mind it as much if it were not a toy line based for kids. And so, same thing, I, I talked about something like this many years ago on the podcast, but I don't like the, the some of the things that are content in these movies. That's one thing I really appreciated about, uh, about Mark Wahlberg, How's Your Mother and Them, in the new movie. Uh, I like the way he was a parent. He was very much, cover yourself up, you're not going to date, you're going to be, you know whatever uh just your typical what i see as a dad um in the circles that i'm around not not a an idiot most time parents are stupid in movies and tv shows he he wasn't an idiot he was a smart guy he was doing his best to try to take care of his his daughter his family he was uh you know down on his luck he was about to lose his property his home but he still cared about his daughter he thought he had that under control 
Um, but as you get into the movie, you definitely learned that she was doing things that he wasn't aware of. But, but anyway, as far as the movies go, I thought the story was good. I liked the way it ended. Apart from a couple little plot holes at the very end, I didn't like, and it was a little draggy. It was a kind of long movie. All three of them were. Um, we actually only watched, I think every time we only watched like half of the movie because by the halfway point I was kind of bored with uh, Transformers and the Revenge of the Fallen and the Dark of the Moon. We watched like half half at a time. So I probably would do the same thing on DVD or Blu-ray uh, with the, the new one, The uh, Age of Extinction. But yeah, good movie. Don't want to spoil anything. Uh, definitely had some, some fun moments in there. And probably all I want to say about that and there's definitely there's another movie out right now I would definitely want to check out I have not seen it yet and that being the uh rise of the planet of the apes I think I guess is that the new one I don't know whatever the new one is speaking of the planet of the apes I did get uh the original five movies on blu-ray for my birthday uh just a while ago a little over a week ago and and along with that five Blu-ray set of the old movies from the 60s and 70s, I did also get a copy of the newer one that reintroduced the franchise of the reboot. Um, not the one with Mark Wahlberg, speaking of Mark Wahlberg from about 10 years ago, but the uh, the newer one with James Franco from a couple of years back, which was actually a pretty good movie. So I do kind of want to plan to watch that movie again uh, before we go off and see the new movie maybe in the next week or so. So definitely look forward to that. And that might be a topic, again, might be another topic of interest for a future Random City podcast as we talk about random things. And uh, one of the things I think I want to start doing, because I haven't really ever done this on this show, is have some different segments of the show. One thing I I thought about doing was doing like a random movie review. I know I've just briefly touched on like five or six movies, but um, actually more than that. But (laughs) I think it would be fun to do that. Have some thoughts organized in a concise manner and uh, just share some things non-spoilerific-y about a movie or two. And I actually have one I'm going to do today that I've uh, written up a little um, movie review for that uh, I think we're going to share. But anyway, there's been a lot of movies out there, um, so it's been a fun time to be in the movie theater, if, if you're like me. Okay, with that, we're going to take a brief little break, and we'll be right back and talk about some stuff on the television. And then there's been some TV shows and things, but nothing too great the last couple months as TV shows mostly wrapped up their seasons about two months ago now, early to late May. And the only thing we've really gotten back into for the summer was Face Off just kicked off a new season this week. So we're looking forward to that. And the contestants this year definitely look a lot more talented than the last season. Last season, those guys and gals were not up to snuff. After seeing uh, Anthony win season five, I think it was, and then season six, no, no, no. Anthony won season four. Season five had like eight origin or eight new contestants and eight returning contestants. Had really, really awesome t- people on that show. Both of those shows had two or three people from um, season four and season five, and which was again made it good as that you knew these people, you wanted them to do well and those sort of things. And then you go into season six, and these people, there were a couple of them that were decent, and they made it to the end. But had they been in season five or season four, they would not have made it to the end. They were not as good. And this year, starting off, they they look to be much more talented. So hopefully, the people over at Face Off uh, saw the talent level wasn't quite there and have tried to get some better 
talented people in there, and it does seem that they have. So, looking forward to, with the rest of that. Another little TV show I've been watching this summer, in addition to the old uh, face-off, is a new game show from the History Channel and the guys over at the Pawn Star Show. It is called Pawnography, and I know that sounds kind of bad, but it is a game show where Rick and Big Hoss and Chum Lee from Pawn Stars, the uh, show about the Golden Silver Pawn Shop there in Las Vegas, have a game show where they play against two contestants, and the contestants try to win money and maybe prizes from the pawn shop. And it's actually pretty entertaining. I've watched the first six episodes that are on demand at this point, and so... If you like Pawn Stars, you might want to check out Pawnography. And again, it sounds worse than it is. <laughs> but uh, I, I do find it entertaining. I've always liked the quiz show type things, whether it be Jeopardy or something else. And so it's it's fun to see these guys do this. And again, it's probably just as fake as the regular Pawn Star show, but it's still entertaining. And I like it. The only other thing, personally, I'm really watching this summer uh, is the WWE. And uh, that's one of those random things that I definitely enjoy. I am a stockholder in the company. I uh, don't have very many stock. But the uh, price of the stock tumbled back in, I think it was May. I bought a couple shares. Um, well, a few. I guess a couple would indicate like two. A couple, a few more than a two. <laughs> um, don't have very many. But I do enjoy that product for the most part. There's definitely problems with it. And I think most of us who watch the professional wrestling slash sports entertainment type things, I think all of us think we could do it better. We all have our own ideas of what we think should happen. Just like anything else, if you're into Lost or whatever movie or show like that where you speculate and make theories, people do the same kind of thing with wrestling, even though you know it's a scripted um, show. I don't. It's just interesting the way that we react to this particular form of entertainment. In a lot of ways, it's interesting. It really is. But if you want to check out more wrestling talk, I would say check out Mark Out Loud over at the Golaverse. You can search for Mark Out Loud in the iTunes Store, or you can just search for Geek Out Loud, my friend Steve and his buddy Dave. Um, do a good job keeping up with the wrestling talk. Um, pr- pretty much every month, as they go through uh, the different pay per views of WWE, they'll try to do a prediction show and a wrap up show, and then maybe another show or two. Uh, you know, talking about old pay-per-views, WrestleManias or whatever, some WCW classic moments. And so check out Mark Out Loud if you want to hear some more wrestling talk. And of course, too, we see when you get to talk wrestling talk, made me remember. I also listen to several wrestling podcasts. And so if you're interested in that, and there's some really cool ones out there with some of the those talented people from yesteryear for the most part. Uh, Stone Cold has a twice-weekly podcast, one a family-friendly version, one a more of a unfiltered version, <laughs> unleashed uh, let's see who else. Jericho, Chris Jericho's back in the WWE right now, and he has a podcast, I think, twice a week as well. We've got JR, good old JR. Jim Ross has the Ross Report once a week on Wednesdays. I haven't really checked out the Roddy Piper podcast yet. There are a few other ones. Goldberg has one. I haven't listened to that one yet. I'll I'll listen to Jim Ross's opening and maybe the interview, depending on who the guest is, and I haven't listened to all of those. And Jericho, most of those are kind of interesting, but but Jericho, pretty much all of them, if they have someone interesting, I'll listen to it. I, I really like hearing the behind-the-scenes stuff, like if it's Vince Russo or Eric Bischoff or Paul Heyman. Those people are awesome guests on these shows, just to hear their story, to hear their 
their uh, career and how it developed and different things. And just to hear some of those behind-the-scenes things of how they write the stories and you know write their television shows for a Monday Night Raw or a, a Friday Night SmackDown or whatever it is. And so that's pretty interesting stuff when there's a an interesting kind of more behind-the-scenes talent person or an owner in some cases. And then, you know, there are definitely some of those interesting wrestlers out there who are on those podcasts. AJ Styles was recently on the Raw Support this week, and I, I really haven't, really for the most part, kept up with the TNA Impact Wrestling. And I and I know he's gone from there now. He's in New Japan Pro Wrestling and does little things with Ring of Honor here and there. But I was really impressed with AJ Styles' interview, and I would I would definitely like to kind of follow up on him a little bit more now and see kind of see where his career goes. And uh, I don't know, I, I was had some good common sense and just good good things to say about the wrestling business. So anyway, there's definitely a lot of wrestling talk out there if you're interested in that type of subject. All right, well, that's some of just some random things that are on my uh, mind at the moment, I guess. And one thing, like I said earlier, I wanted to mention it was a random movie review. And this was a movie I had actually written up a little review. I say that. I used to be a journalism major back in college. I was an art major. I was all these different things. Didn't finish those degrees. I have a degree in sociology and anthropology, but not journalism or art. But I was a major in both of those areas for quite a while. But anyway, I did write up. I like writing things. I just don't take the time to do it. I wrote up a, a woman in black review a little while ago. After seeing this movie, and if you're familiar, you're probably seen it already. It's a couple years old, I think, at this point. But anyway, I thought I would share my thoughts in a non-spoiler, uh, brief movie review of Woman in Black. The Woman in Black offers period piece scares in an old haunted house cut off from the rest of the world. Director James Watkins brings Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter from the Harry Potter movies, back to the silver screen as widowed lawyer Arthur Kipp trying to keep his job by settling the massive amounts of legal documents of the Drablo estate. Mrs. Drablo is a recently deceased eccentric woman, and the paperwork is located in her isolated and decrepit country home. The years since the loss of his wife have been hard on him personally and professionally, and Kip has to leave his four-year-old son with his nanny in London for this assignment. When Kip arrives in the small village, the locals do not want him there. Parents go as far to push their children inside their homes as he walks down the sides of the streets. They begrudgingly offer him the attic at the inn for a night and try to make him go back to London the following morning. He has to bribe a carriage driver to take him to the isolated home, El Marsh House, surrounded by marsh and cut off from the mainland when the tide rolls in. Kip soon learns the deadly secrets being kept in the home and in the small village. Once Kip arrives in the Drablo home, he dutifully begins his work, but is soon interrupted by shadows and strange noises. He witnesses many strange things over the course of a few days going into the house, and each time he sees the ghostly figure, it seems a child dies in a mysterious way back in the village. The filmmaker creates a dreadful... The filmmaker creates a dreadfully dark setting with music and sound effects to match and offers many jump scares to startle the audience. Several sequences of the movies reflect more modern horror, but the time period and the use of candlelight builds tension in the house on dark nights. The movie is not for kids due to the scares of the haunted house story with a few twists. It is not a perfect scary movie, 
but it does create a creepy story of a vengeful spirit in an isolated location and builds a mythos around the history of the location and the spirit. Daniel Radcliffe does showcase his acting skills in this movie, and the film deserves a solid B rating for the frightening atmosphere, character development, the storytelling. However, the pacing is slow in a few places, and the ending is not all that it could have been. And that, my friends, was a random movie review from Jimmy and Georgia for The Woman in Black. And maybe we'll try to do something like that here and there on the old Random City Podcast as we do random things about random things. So anyway, uh, I hope to hear from you guys if you have uh, some thoughts about any of the things we've talked about. I mean, we've touched on a lot of things from Captain America to... How to Train Your Dragon, from Transformers, to X-Men, to Amazing Spider-Man, all sorts of things. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please do. You can email us at randomcitypodcast at gmail.com. You can call us at 773-71-RANDOM. You can find us on Twitter, at Random City. You can, you can find us in Facebook and on iTunes. Just search for Random City Podcast. And we are also on Google+. Plus. And a few other places if you really want to uh, get in-depth of, of how you can get in contact with us. So, we would love to hear from you. And Random City Podcast is a part of Jimmy and Georgia Radio. And you can find Jimmy and Georgia Radio at JimmyandGeorgia.com. That's Jimmy, J-I-M-M-Y-I-N-G-A.com. And uh, you can also find us over on Twitter at Jimmy and Georgia Radio. We are also now featured in Stitcher Radio On Demand. So if you search for Jimmy in Georgia Radio, there in Stitcher you will find us. All of the podcasts that are part of the Jimmy in Georgia Radio network uh, are listed there in our, our main feed, our our hub, if you will, of all the shows, uh, including some new shows coming soon, uh, hopefully. Uh, the intro to GCC, the community podcast I'll be working on, and then also the new and upcoming Marvel Star Wars show, which will be about the old Marvel Star Wars comics from the 1970s and early 80s. And so, all sorts of ways you can find us, all sorts of ways you can listen on iTunes and Stitcher. And as always, we'd appreciate your feedback or your ratings or reviews. That would be great too. And uh, just thank you for listening for uh, Random City Podcast. I am Jimmy in Georgia. Peace. Peace.